ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, as we always do on Monday. Welcome, and it is The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Glad to be back with you for this hour. We're here at the Union today, and we're here always on Monday because, well, after a long, hard week, or other words, after a long, hard Monday, you want to come somewhere where you can relax, hang out with all your friends. Well, it's the Union Pub and Grill. The daily special is always great, but the Monday special is even better. $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots, and, of course, best service in town here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Of course, they got all the big screens on, whatever you want to watch. Uh, I'm sitting – I don't know what game am I watching here. We've got uh, something on ESPN right now, so – they're showing a classic college football game. So if you want to come and just hang out with the gang and, of course, whatever you want to watch sports-wise, we'll find it for you here at the Union Pub and Grill. Of course, to be a part of the program, all you have to do is give the show a call, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Fourth of July weekend's over. We've got a winner at the Greenbrier. That's all wrapped up. World Cup is getting closer to its Baseball's about ready to hit the all-star break. You got a few Cincinnati Reds making the list. You got a Pittsburgh Pirate player making the list. We're getting to the point where we're halfway done with baseball and we're getting so much closer to football season. It's finally within reach. We're in July. It's very hot. Soon you're going to have players working out, getting ready for the regular season in the August heat. A lot of you are going to be hanging out at the stadium just watching practice, trying to see what you can learn from the practice opportunities that the Thundering Herd make public. Yeah, it's getting close to that time of the year, thankfully, isn't it? Aren't you glad? And just another reason why we're getting closer to the time of the year is that Marshall's now making their Choose Your Seat um, sale available. That's coming up. Choose Your Seat. Also, they're doing a stadium store to kind of encourage you to come down and buy some gear as well. They're going to do that on July 21st. And they're going to offer uh, a three-game pack for the schedule. It's a mini plan that's available in all sideline sections. They're doing that for $99. And in the lower and upper end zone sections for $69. And no restrictions on the games. You can pick any three-game combination. That means you want to see NC State and a couple other games. Uh, I would get my pack now. Of course, they're still pushing season tickets, but if you're not able to make all the games, you can make maybe two or three. This is a pretty good opportunity for you. And also, as was mentioned, they're going to also have Choose Your Seat. That's coming up as well from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the stadium. If you want to get your season ticket, here's your opportunity now to get your season ticket. Pick where you want to sit, and they're going to help you. And they're going to have some deals as well. They're going to have some deals because the uh, store is going to have a sidewalk sale, and they're going to have some gear. You know, herd fans, you got to get your gear. you got to get your updated gear if you haven't already. you got to get another hat. you got to have seven or eight herd hats. you got to have 20 or 30 shirts. You know you have to. You want to be able to go an entire month without wearing the same Marshall gear. 
So there's your opportunity. That's coming up. It, that means to me that, yeah, we're getting closer to football season because it's time for choose your seat, and also they're giving you uh, opportunity to pick up some individual tickets as well. Of course, you can call the ticket office for more information there. But that's kind of a sign that we're getting closer to football season, right? It is for me anyway, knowing that, all right, we're getting set. And after these mini-packs are all gobbled up, you'll get an opportunity to buy individual game tickets starting on Wednesday, August 8th. So if you want the NC State ticket, you know you're going to go to a couple of games. You're not going to get a season ticket package, but you're going to go to a couple of games, and you want to make NC State one of those games, I would go ahead and just jump on the mini package. That's going to be, a, that's going to be probably the most popular ticket. I don't know if there are going to be many single tickets for that one. And you can chance it, of course. They would love for you to buy the season ticket, but you can chance it. Um, if that's the only game you can make it to, though, well, you know what? Find somebody to split the package with you. That would be my advice. So that's what's coming. It's, it's really been quiet, though. It's, been, it's not going to be quiet much longer. Basketball is going to ramp up soon, so we're going to have that, thankfully, to talk about for a while. Then football is going to ramp back up. But it's been seriously super quiet. Not much going on. Hopefully, we can get something going on. See, that's we need to get our we need to get our our coaches out. That's that's what I'm saying here. We need to get them out doing things. Just give me some press opportunity. Doc Holiday today, uh, kissing babies. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> we need something like that every day. You know, we need um, Dan D'Antoni to be a little bit more flamboyant. I mean, because he's so reserved as it is, right? The guy is very reserved. No, we need to get these guys out doing stuff. And, of course, we can't really talk summer league. We don't have much there. Ideen Penova got an opportunity to get a few minutes played, get uh, one block. And I hope he gets more playing time, give him an opportunity to show what he's capable of. Um, I don't think he's going to make it just yet. I mean, I'm rooting for the kid. And don't take that as I'm not. I'm truly rooting for the kid. I, I would just would have hoped that he would have decided, okay, I'm going to stick around, and I'm going to go through another year of college, and then I'm going to give this thing a full shot. Because if he would have stuck around, think of how much more he could have accomplished as a college player, how much more Marshall could have accomplished as a team coming off an NCAA berth. But I'm not criticizing the kid because he, he made his decision and he had pretty good reasons in his mind that I was going to devote more time to trying to make it to the next level. But... Right now, five minutes of playing time, and the Wizards lost to San Antonio. And he went scoreless, and he blocked a shot. And so, I don't know if that's a good start for him, or just, okay, he's got five minutes, he got a block. We're going to see more out of him. He's going to get more time. I, you know, I don't know what his practices are looking like, so I can't tell you if he's going to get more time. But I kind of hope we've seen more get more of him out there on the court instead of just five minutes and a shot blocked. Now, if he goes out there and keeps blocking shots, then we're going to see probably some time increase for him. If he goes out there and doesn't do anything, all right, put him back on the bench. But at least he got a shot blocked. Now we hope that, okay, make that two, make that four. Get out there and 
really post up and show that you're going to be a defensive presence. And again, this is summer league ball. It's not that exciting. I, I know some of you are living and dying by it, and that's great. I'm not that guy. Summer league, okay. It's all right. It's better than Canadian football. I'll give you that. It's it's much better. Yeah, I try to watch some of that over uh, over the break, and I'm sitting there the whole time just thinking, uh, this just doesn't flow for me. It's a, it's like two downs and then okay, let's uh, let's let's kick. No, yeah, I don't like the. I don't like the fact that the end zone is super wide, and I, I don't like the 55-yard line. I, I tried. I, I really tried. And I just, again, thinking, all right, I say this to myself every year, but I try this. I'm going to watch it a little bit and try to, to really get into Canadian football. It's, it's on. There's football. I don't have much else to watch. I want to watch something sporting. All right, I'll watch a little baseball. No, the teams I like aren't doing so well right now. So No, I'm not going to get into that. What else do I have? No, really not doing this World Cup thing like everyone else has. Okay, what else do you have for me? Uh, Summer League, uh, you know, no, uh, okay, I'm not really interested in this. I don't have too many players that I'm rooting for anyway to begin with, and it's Summer League. It's, it's, it's recreational basketball with more money involved. That's what that is to me. So, okay, I think Penova gets in the game. Great. All right, let me see what else is that. Okay, Canadian football. Hmm. Well, it's fast, and the field's wider, and they, boy, wide receivers in motion is a thing. If you are a, uh, you are a quarterback, you would probably love playing in this type of offense, but we've seen... We've seen college players go up there and try and just maybe not cut it, different style of game. And then we've seen guys go up there and, and really become, you know, really adapted to that style of game quick. So not much happening this weekend, not much really happening over the holiday. It's kind of weird this year having 4th of July in the middle of the week. Messes with the sporting events just a little bit as well, not much going on. And then um, last week while I was away, I got the note. This one really was weird, just seeing this one, that Jen Steele not returning to Marshall University. And the release said that a national search for the next head coach is underway. And that's it. That's all they're going to comment on. Okay, so she didn't get fired. I mean, she had an okay season. It was her first season with the team, not necessarily expecting the world to be lit on fire the first time that she got out there trying to get acclimated to uh, a new team that a lot of the pieces she did not put into place. So she's trying to learn this team and trying to make sure that it's competitive. And, and sometimes you thought, all right, this this isn't where it was. And you hope that all right, the learning curve was going to be a little difficult but not too much between team and coach. And then she just leaves. And I didn't hear of anything really out of place. And so that was a surprise to see that. So hopefully Marshall is able to find somebody who's going to come in. Again, Shonda Stanton set a pretty high bar for softball at Marshall University. And she was a tough act to follow. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe she was the tough act to follow. So when I saw that, I'm like, whoa, what, what have I missed here? What's going on? 
because honestly, football and basketball, those are the two main sports at Marshall. Fair? I think that's fair. And, and that, I throw in women's basketball with that as well. Those are the two main sports. Basketball, men and women, and football. Those are it. Those are the bigs. And then after that, you look at the Olympic sports and say, okay, where's this at as far as what's the biggest deal? And I'm not talking about necessarily revenue brought in or prestige, but just overall, what, where it is, where's the next big deal here? Baseball is going to have its following. So you, you kind of put baseball up there. And then you look at, all right, depending on the year, tennis has always flirted with having someone in the NCAA tournament. So you got to give tennis a, a consideration. You have to. And you got to give volleyball a consideration because most seasons, Mitch Jacobs puts together a fun competitive team. So they're always going to challenge for a conference title or at least make it interesting. So, yeah, you got to look at volleyball. But outside of tennis's woes as of late, it's been pretty much tennis with them always flirting with the NCAA and softball. Softball is probably uh, a good, solid three or four, in my mind, at Marshall. It's, it's a big deal. I mean, softball got a new facility before baseball did. Now, of course, there were part there were different reasons for that. But I would put that as, hey, this is a big deal at Marshall. Softball is an important sports circle. It, it's a big deal here at Marshall. So Shonda was a tough act to follow, was she not? I mean, you would agree she was a tough act to follow. She brought uh, a lot of prestige to Marshall University. The softball program became recognized. Now, it hasn't been, you know, knocking down the door in the NCAA tournament the way you'd like, but they were always competitive and flirting with that. I mean, that's the same thing with basketball. Yeah, you want a basketball team that's going to always compete to get into the NCAA tournament and then make that a reality now and then. I mean, Marshall basketball is right there now, made that a reality. Softball made that a reality a few years ago. So that's an interesting situation. Um, Jen Steele was pretty cool with us when we had her on the program. So, you know, I don't know what the deal is there. Maybe a better opportunity for her. Maybe it just wasn't a good fit for her, and she realized, hey, uh, maybe I should have taken this job. It wasn't the right job for me. Or something else came along, and it's like, okay, I've got to look at this. I've got to explore this. Something's just not working here. So... That was a weird one when I saw that last week. Other than that, it's been pretty quiet. So we'll get your phone calls in. We will update you on what's happening today. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, we're getting closer to football season, but the All-Star game's almost upon us as well. And plus, at this time of year, football stats are gearing up football, not only on the coaching side of things, but the media side of things. So we'll talk about that as well. And... We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, it's $1.50 bottles. Also, $2 call shots. This is where you need to be on a Monday, hanging out. It's the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. we got more on the way. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Monday special, always $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. Plus, you get the best service in town. And if you walk through the door right now, you will be greeted by the proprietor himself just hanging out in his front lobby. That's right, Herb Stanley will hang out and greet you. 
And that's special. You're going to get autographs as well while you're here, Herb? Politics. Politics? No, uh, no, no, we're talking sports. I'm going to pretend you guys aren't talking politics over here in the corner. But I'm glad you keep that to the corner. You want to talk about the scoreboard? It's beautiful. Describe beautiful for me. I got to see a picture of okay, it. Okay, Herb Stanley, you, he's, he's off mic, but he's seen a picture of it, and it's really not. <laughs> okay, huge improvement. Give me, is it long? Is it deep? Was circular? What, what are we seeing here? Three-point line to three-point line. Okay. There you have it. insider information. See, you don't get that anywhere else unless you come hang out with Herb here at, at the Union Pub. Now, did you take a picture of the picture? Did you a picture of it? Okay. No. Oh, it's it's under secret probation, right? Okay. So uh, if, if, you're, if you're friends with uh, the AD, he'll show you a picture here. So that's the kind of conversation you get here at the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday we're here and... And that's um. That's good to know that it's going to be a big scoreboard, huge improvement. Plus, of course, the big deal here is uh, it's going to be more money brought into the university in some capacity because you're going to have more capacity to sell now. I mean, and that's a that's a huge improvement there. Uh, definitely looking for more improvements coming into the Cam Henderson Center. Uh, we're probably still several years off from a possible new basketball arena. Well. You don't necessarily need a new arena. You can always just renovate, remodel, take care of what you have right there. But uh, that's interesting, the uh, three-point line to three-point line. And I kind of guessed that as well, that it was going to be that big of a deal. I mean, that's huge. That's gonna that's really going to change the look at the Henderson Center. Uh, it, it's needed a scoreboard for a long time. I, I didn't like it when they took it down. Of course, there are reasons why you had to take that down. But wasn't a big fan of the arena not having a scoreboard right there in the center. Now, uh, does that open up the Henderson Center to host more events? Uh, I'm not sure. But it gives you more capability. Now, what you need to do is uh, keep the facility up best you can. Uh, maybe you work on the concourses a little bit more, improve that. Uh, I don't know. What could you do to, to really improve your, your concourses? They probably could use a, a complete workover. Try to make sure that your points of sale have, um, you know, accessible. You have plenty of them. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people would probably push for an expansion of the restrooms as well. Anything. You, you try to come up with all the ways you can with the budget you have to, to improve the fan experience at the Henderson Center. That's the thing. you got to make sure that I'm going to the game, but if I want to spend money, that you ma make it easy for me to spend my money. I think that's what is missing at some places. They want you to spend the money, but make it easy for me to spend my money. Don't put too many roadblocks in my path. Long lines or not that much selection, and I'm not saying this is just a Marshall problem. This is anywhere. If it's going to take me too long to get something, maybe I'm going to rethink it because I don't want to miss the game. I want to catch the game. I don't watch the game. And if you can make it as easy as possible to part me from my money, you're going to probably get me to buy more. That's it. That's it's simple. It's economics. I mean, come here at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going to make it easy for you. Spend $1.50. That's it. $1.50, $2 call shots. Let's, let's work that in. But that's the thing here. Just more amenities, the better for Marshall University and for the basketball program. When we come back from break, uh, we're going to talk about a Heisman campaign that is in full gear, but 
It's going to happen in the state of West Virginia, not just, however, for Marshall fans. We'll talk about that when we continue here. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday is $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. They do it all day. They do it all night here at the Union Pub and Grill. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So I've been in catch-up mode over the last couple of days trying to get ready for the show this week. And one thing I thought, okay, that's pretty pretty smart the way they're doing it is, you remember when Marshall used to have the Heisman Trophy campaigns? Of course you do. Those were great times. You know, Chad Pennington, Randy Moss. You had players that, you know, Byron Leftwich. You had players that were serious contenders for the Heisman, and it brought a lot of attention to Marshall. Now, I don't know how you do a Heisman campaign these days. I guess it's social media. Maybe the days of sending out the bobblehead and all the other swag are over because you're really you're shotgunning that stuff out there. So a lot of athletic departments, the way they approach everything is social media. That's how they market sometimes, uh, exclusively, maybe to their detriment sometimes as well. But social media is how you do this. And West Virginia has started to market their quarterback, Will Greer, he is going to have his very own Heisman campaign. So this is either going to turn out well or this is going to fall flat on his face because you never know how good a player is going to be. Obviously, you think Will Greer is going to have an outstanding year. But they are starting up the Heisman Trophy campaign for him. Uh, I mean, here's a kid who's already generating attention. People are talking about him. West Virginia is right now on the precipice of being really good in the Big 12, you know, maybe contending for the Big 12 championship. It's without saying, I mean, the kids already generate enough buzz. So now um, they're putting together the Heisman campaign. Heisman campaign is going to bring a little bit more buzz to him, but um, they mentioned West Virginia, Mike Montoro, who uh, handles sports information for West Virginia. Um, An article I was reading, um, he said that um, there were no plans and probably wouldn't be, that in today's social media world, you really don't need to go out of your way to get a player's name and statistics out. They're a mouse click away from everyone and everyone. But um, I think you want to put the extra effort out there. You have to put the extra effort out there because, yeah, it's out there. We know. Oh, look, hey, this player's pretty good. But I think sometimes you, you, it's not trying to force a conversation, but that stuff sometimes isn't organic enough. You see where I'm going with this here? If you're going to get the word out, I think you need to make the extra push. You have to get other people talking about it that normally wouldn't talk about it. I mean, that was the great thing. Of course, social media wasn't truly a thing when Marshall was making their run uh, for Heisman Trophy candidates with Pennington, for Moss, for Leftwich. But you have to have that extra push. You have to be able to get people who normally aren't talking about you, your program, talking. How do you do that? Well, you, you go that extra mile. If you, you just hope it's going to happen organically, it might, but you're not going to get that much of an impact. You have to really go out there and just promote yourself. I mean, you're just going to sit here and go, hey, I've got a great sports bar. Come hang out. No, you have to go out and promote yourself. 
hey, I got a great sports radio show. You should listen. Okay, that's great. But if I'm not pushing it and I'm not putting it out there and we're not putting together good guests and then telling people and pushing it harder, I mean, nobody's going to know. Same thing with college football. Same thing with players. Hey, you got a really great athlete, but if you're not pushing, you're not pushing your athletes, who's going to know about them? If you're not pushing Marshall, if you're not pushing that, I'm not saying there's someone on, on the roster right now that is worthy of a Heisman campaign, but if I've got a nominee for something, a Remington or any other award, I'm pushing them. I'm making sure that every week my, my guy has a good game. I'm making sure everybody knows. I'm press releasing that thing. I'm social media. I mean, videos all over the place, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, yeah, everything. I might start doing that now with just some of the, yeah, build it up a little bit. I, I would hit every single medium I could and just push these kids a little bit more. And the buzz is here for Marshall football. I mean, this is probably going to be the jumping point to the following season. And this is going to be a good season if everything falls into place because the buzz is there. If Marshall beats Florida Atlantic and wins the East, all of a sudden, uh-oh, Marshall might be back. And that's the talk using some of the publications sort of breakdown. Everyone thinks it's going to be FAU winning the East Division. Okay, that's fair. FAU, Lane Kiffin, they got that thing rolling. They might be in store for another great run. But Marshall could be that spoiler. Marshall's got FAU and Huntington this year. So Marshall could be on the verge of having a really good season. And next thing you know, maybe Marshall's the East Division champ. And then I'm looking around like, okay, how can I capitalize on this? Where do I go next? Okay, I've got a candidate here for an award. I'm pushing my guys here. I, I would double my efforts. And if I'm any sports department, limited resources in tool. I mean, I get it. Limited resources. I would make sure that everything I possibly could do to get my guys' names out there. Anything. I mean, and same thing with basketball. Uh, if uh, John Elmore is up for anything or is being considered for anything, I would lobby. And I'm not saying the old days of sending out the notepads, hey, consider this guy, or the bobbleheads or anything else. No, I don't need trinkets. But make me aware of your guy. And I, I see where, you know, West Virginia, okay, you really don't need to do anything out there because we got social media, but you kind of do as well. You don't, but you do. Because just seeing, okay, hey, Will Greer, oh, wow, he did a great job. That's not going to be enough. I would have him everywhere I possibly could have him. I would make sure that I would have releases focused on him. I mean, if you're going to focus on getting a player enough publicity to try to be a serious contender, numbers sometimes aren't going to be enough because you've got to make sure awareness is there. Because that's why look at that, like you, that quote there. You really don't. You do, but you don't. You, you have to. You've you got to get this out there. And so if I'm Marshall, I'm thinking, all right, we're, we don't have anything right now but we're going to. Where do we go? What do we start doing to make sure that our guys are getting the best look possible? How do you do that? Where do you go to do that? Okay, you can social media. Okay, I can put a tweet out there with a video. Yeah, that's, that's nice. You're going you're gonna to reach what? 
yeah, you're going to reach the faithful, and you're going to hope it's something that will get you some organic attention. But what did more for Marshall than anything right now? Getting into the NCAA tournament. What did more for Marshall than anything? Getting all that media exposure. People who now know more about John Elmore. People now know, hey, look out for this kid. This kid might be something. Hey, look out for this Marshall team. They might be something coming up next season. Hey, did you see us on TV? Again, it comes down to you got to get yourself out there. And, of course, automatically you get into the NCAA tournament, you're going to get all that exposure. But I would run with it. Everything I could possibly do, I would run with it and make sure that I am being aggressive on every single platform that I can, that I am making sure that people know everything about, say, a guy like John Elmore. If you really want to help these kids get this attention and help your program, because really it's about the program. The individual awards are nice. It's about the success of the program, but how do you become successful? Well, if you're successful, people know about you, but if you aren't successful, you got to double down even more to try to become successful. You see, it's, it's this weird, yeah, you, what comes first, chicken or the egg? But right now, you've, you've got some success. You've got some currency. I'd start spending it, trying to take advantage of everything I possibly could. We're going to talk to you when we come back. We'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. It's the Monday edition of The Drive here at the Union Pub and Grill on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Monday special, always $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots. It's the best place to be on a Monday. It's the best place to be, period. But on Mondays, they make it even easier for you to come in and have a good time. Union Pub and Grill here in Huntington. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm your host, Paul Swan, on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. As I mentioned, I've been doing a lot of catch-up this last few days, getting ready for the show this week. Last week was kind of a, an off week for a lot of us. And to be honest with you, there's not much going on. But this is that time of year where sports writers and sports talk show hosts pontificate, trying to figure out, yeah, you know, how can we cover sports and when we have nothing to talk about? Well, there's an interesting article reading a little bit about it in the Denton newspaper about North Texas and the fact that their athletic director sees uh, an opportunity and challenging time at lower levels of Division I. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's a good breakdown, the fact that when you're at this level, when you're at the Conference USA level, you're at the American level, you're at the MAC level, you're at the Sun Belt level, you're at the Mountain West level, you're at this level of college athletics, the resources are just not there, and it comes down to television. Television contracts are what's keeping a lot of the major power leagues uh, well above their peers in the lower levels. And Conference USA took a major hit. Conference USA has TV deals of sorts with ESPN, CBS Sports, BN Sports, and the American Sports Network. And revenue has dropped because 
the platform is different. I mean, the league's revenue right now is 400000 per school. Uh, CBS Sports Network's the primary broadcast outlet, but you've got the multimedia deal with ESPN. Basically, your games are going to be on ESPN Plus, or for those of you who don't have ESPN Plus, there will be games that are going to be on ESPN U, ESPN 3. I think that's the deal there. Basically, it's going to be a streaming package. And funny, you should look at the streaming package. All of Marshall games are on the plus side which I thought was smart on their part because Hurt fans are going to be more likely to buy a subscription. Uh, yeah, we're talking like six bucks here. Six bucks a subscription. You get a month for six bucks, you're going to get three games. So, yeah, they're going to get you for a few dollars. And they're going to get someone else for a few dollars, and they're going to get someone else for a few dollars, and the next thing you know, they've made, uh, probably made their money back. Because a lot of people are just going to get a subscription, and you know how subscriptions work. You buy the subscription, you get it, and it's a few bucks. And then you forget to cancel it. You might not use it, but you forget to cancel it. And then all of a sudden, you look at your bill one day, and you're thinking, I've spent maybe $100 or more on this recurring charge. And that's where they get you, because they lock you in. And a lot of people, I don't know why this is, but people will sometimes just forget to turn off their subscriptions. Hey, you get the first month free, and then it's going to be nine ninety five after that. It's nine ninety five. With ESPN, it's going to be a little bit less because, yeah, it's it's not that expensive. Okay. Yeah, I'll get the first month free. I want to watch Marshall. I'm, I'm going to do that, and then you forget to turn it off. And maybe sometimes you forget you have it there, and then you realize, oh wait a minute, I've spent all this money here. I mean, it's not like it's Netflix where you know, okay, I have to watch Netflix at least once a day. The, pr- the product is it's worth me watching every day. I don't forget about that. I know when the Netflix bill comes in. I've got to make sure that's paid. But if you've got a sports subscription or you've got some secondary or third platform there, you might forget about it. I mean, there are still people who probably have dial-up Internet, and they don't realize it. Yeah, I'm paying for dial-up Internet. I, I don't use it, but, yeah, I'm paying for it. So that's where they're going to get you. And that was smart on their part to make sure the Marshall games were behind the paywall. And everything's going to be going to the paywall eventually. I was reading where, and this is a little bit off the subject, but I was reading where, uh, you know, the athletic is coming into a lot of markets. It's basically a subscription service, and they're covering your pro teams and your 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 squads. Uh, Cincinnati, for example, uh, you can get coverage on all the Cincinnati area teams. And, of course, if you uh, have listened to the program, you know uh, we've had Matt Geica on several times, and he was formerly of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And now he's focused on his own venture uh, with some other partners uh, with Pittsburgh Hockey Now. And, of course, uh, a lot of this is pay subscription services. Now, do I need that much hockey coverage in my life in the offseason? Well, some people forget they have the subscription. It's so inexpensive. And they're going to renew every year. Okay, I'm going to do the annual, or I'm going to do the, and that's the that's the other thing. The annual sometimes gets me more than the monthly because I'll see the monthly. But if I forget, okay, maybe I don't want to renew my Amazon Prime. Maybe I don't want this here. Oh, the with it for another year. Might as well use it. And that's where they're coming at with these subscription services, and so that's where sports coverage is going as well. Uh, could you imagine? Because um, the Washington Post is going to go that way. Uh, there's word that they're going to be putting their sports coverage behind the paywall. 
and next thing you know, okay, recap. Well, you got to have uh, subscription access. What do you mean? I can't read the recap. Well, it's behind the paywall. Could you imagine we get to the point where you see herd coverage behind the paywall? And the two major outlets now are one with the Charleston newspaper and the Huntington newspaper all under the same ownership. Could you see a point where, all right, you want, you want that herd coverage? Well, you're going to have to subscribe to that. It's going to be up behind a paywall. And so all of a sudden you're going to see some of the stuff that you normally maybe would get for free. It's going to be behind the paywall. And the advantage, of course, here is that maybe you're going to get some different stuff and some more exclusive content. You can't just put a paywall up and say, okay, all our stuff is now behind the paywall. You've got to have some value to it. And that is coming completely. And, of course, Conference USA got hit hard with the fact that the television landscape was changing. They're trying to rebound, and they've, they've bounced back. It's not significant, but they've bounced back with the way the television package is handled. But there's still a huge chasm between the major leagues and not so major leagues when it comes to college athletics. It's completely different. It's a level that is uh, not going to be evened out anytime soon. And again, it's supply and demand. If you're in a conference where people are more excited about or uh, you made more inventory available because you're getting more return on your investment, yeah, that's where the TV money is going to come in. All right, we're going to do it for today. Back tomorrow. Don't forget, all day, all night, you can take advantage of the specials here at the Union Pub and Grill. We're in downtown Huntington, 1125 4th Avenue to be exact best service in town don't come just monday come every day but especially today with the dollar 50 bottle and two dollar call shots for our producer gabriel sellers i'm paul swan this has been the drive here on espn 94.1 fm at am 9 30. station.